may din ako pagpakasal kasi nga sa hirap, hirap ng buhay. Akala ko kasi makaahon na kami pero hindi pa rin. Hindi po ako nakapagpatapos ng pag-aaral tapos hindi pa ako ngayon na mga dalaga hindi ko naranasan yun You're hearing the voice of Andrea, not her real name. At a time in one's life when girls would swoon over classroom crushes or boys next door or K-pop stars, Andrea was told to quit school to get married. Her parents were poor and they thought that a 14-year-old boy from their hometown of Maguindanao that he could do a better job of taking care of their daughter than they could. Andrea was 12 years old and she is one of 808,000 women aged 20 to 24 years old who said they got married or were in a domestic union before they turned 18. This is the story of child bride tragedies in the Philippines. I am Ria Garcia and I am Mikel Bolante for GMA News and Public Affairs. This data on child marriage is according to Girls Not Brides, a global partnership of more than 500,000 civil society organizations from over 100 countries, committed to ending child marriage and enabling girls to fulfill their potential. The data also showed that the Philippines ranked 10th globally in the highest number of cases of children in early and forced marriages. It also said that 15% of Filipino women are married before they reach legal age, and 2% are married before the age of 15. Andrea's case of being married due to poverty is common to most child marriage in the Philippines. But those don't always have a happy ending. Andrea, who is now 20 years old, was only 14 when she had her first child and 17 when she had her second. Her husband abused her physically and cheated on her. And there were days where Andrea and her children would have nothing to eat. To support the family, she worked as a domestic helper in Saudi Arabia. She had heavy tasks like cleaning a huge house by herself on top of looking after children who were not her own. Through it, she saved her money and sent it back home, but found out that she had been toiling for nothing. Andrea decided to break up with her husband in 2019 after she returned to the province. Her husband left her with her two children and went off to marry another woman. Because of travel restrictions during the pandemic, she could not work abroad like she used to. She does laundry for money. And her parents, who had asked her to quit schools and marry all those years ago, they now help her and her children with their own meager means. What they all earn together is barely enough to tide over Andrea's young family.
Data shows that women in Sosargen, Eastern Visayas, and Mimaropa, they also marry earlier than those in other regions. Andrea lives and married in Maguindanao, which according to data from the Philippine Statistics Authority, had a poverty incidence of 55.1% in 2018. In the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao, of which Maguindanao is part, 68.2% of children or individuals below 18 years old belong to poor families. But in their hopes of escaping poverty, they are also limiting their future opportunities. From 2017 figures from the PSA, out of 39.2 million Filipinos in the age group of 6 to 24, 9% were out-of-school children and youth. The most common reasons for children not attending schools were marriage or family matters. This could have long-term consequences for the child and their families. This is Romeo Dongeto, convener of Child Rights Network. Ang isang dahilan kung bakit sila pinapakasal ay para makaligtas sa kahirapan. Subalit, ang daming pag-aaral na dahil nga wala silang natapos no? at limitado na ang kanilang kakayanan dahil sa maagang pag-aasawa at pagbubuntis, hindi sila makakapaghanap buhay. No? Yung intergenerational poverty is one very strong possibility for child marriage. In another community in Maguindanao, there is a story about a 15-year-old girl named Mariam, not her real name. She was forced to tie the knot with a man more than twice her age. Allegations of premarital sex were leveled against her, and the story goes, when village leaders found out about it, they ordered Mariam and her mother to pay a fine of 60,000 pesos unless the teenager married the man. Her father, who was the family breadwinner, died of tuberculosis when Mariam was only seven years old. Her mother didn't earn much as a storekeeper and had no money to pay the penalty. At a young age, Mariam took the responsibility of being a housewife. She also got pregnant, but had a miscarriage on the third month. Now 17 years old, Mariam is already looking to divorce her husband. Mariam's case indicates that laws and culture in their community approved of early marriage. One of the laws allowing early marriage is Presidential Decree Number 1083, or the Code of Personal Muslim Laws. Article 16 of the law provides that any Muslim male aged 15 and any Muslim female at the onset of puberty may contract marriage. Girls Not Brides noted that some girls start to menstruate as early as 10 or 11 years old. In Sharia law, a female who had uh, reached puberty is eligible for marriage and it's not considered as a child anymore. Hindi na siya bata sa pananaw ng Islamic law. But what is understood is that the fact that the marrying at early age is not the norm for Muslims, but it's rather an exception. That's the voice of Dr. Jun Alonto Dato Ramos. He is the director of the Bureau of External Relations of the National Commission on Muslim Filipinos, or the NCMF. 
Article 15 of the Code of Personal Muslim Laws also provides that a marriage can be performed as long as mutual consent of the parties are freely given. Dr. Ramos said that the practice of early marriage is not exclusively associated with the Muslim Filipino community and that some indigenous people also practice early marriage as part of tribal culture. A 2020 Oxfam Pilipinas study on early marriages in Barm found that 253 of 1,058 respondents from Lanao del Sur, Maguindanao, Basilan, Sulu, and Tawi-Tawi were married under the age of 18. Of the 253, 245 are females and 8 are males. Of the 245 child brides, 60% were married at 16 to 17 years, and 6% were married at 13 years. Child rights organizations believe that early enforced marriage must be stopped because of the lifelong effects on human rights and welfare of the minors. Girls are immediately affected in child marriage because it increases early unplanned pregnancy. Children may also be at risk of maternal deaths. Aside from this, young brides suffer from risks of stunting and being underweight after pregnancy. Because as children, they are not physically and psychologically ready for responsible motherhood and childbirth. Aside from this, girls who get married early are also at higher risk in the domestic setting. This is Janet Dulawan, Gender Justice Program Manager of Oxfam Pilipinas. Child marriage also increases risk of death or complications during pregnancy and childbirth in a country with uh, extremely high rates of maternal mortality. Nakikita na when a girl is also forced to marry as a child, hindi lang yung immediate yung nakikitang effect niya, but it looks at how girls are immediately affected at the same time. Ano yung lifelong consequences ng child marriage sa kanila? For example, her odds of finishing school decreases. Girls who have also experienced uh, child early enforced marriage are even more vulnerable to violence as they tend to, one, have limited knowledge of their sexual and reproductive health and rights, no? and less power and control than their husbands. And while there are fewer young men getting into forced and early marriage, child grooms are also victims because they are unprepared to become fathers and husbands. Here again is Romeo Dongueto of Child Rights Network. Ang epekto sa, sa batang lalaki ay pupwersahin mo yung batang lalaki na maging tatay, na maging asawa. At hindi yan handa. Definitely hindi handa. So nawala yung panahon, ninakaw mo yun eh, sa, sa buhay ng bata. Yung ganong panahon sa kanya. Kailangan niya maging bata. Four children forced into marriage, among the lifetime consequences are risks to mental health. This is psychiatrist Dr. Constantine Yu Chua. Aside from disrupting development, pwedeng magka mental health concerns. For example, the teenage girl no, can learn to give up on her dreams, her ambitions, parang pakiramdam niya nawawala na yung identity niya. May chance na namabuhay sa regrets o pagsisisi. Marami rin yung nagde-develop no, ng shame or pagkahiya sa sarili at nagiging isolated sila. 
ang iba na pa-progress to depression or anxiety disorders because of the extreme stress, sadness of how their lives are turning out, being overwhelmed with responsibilities, no, and mourning uh, their loss. In November 2020, Senate Bill Number no. 1373 or Girls Not Brides Act, which criminalizes child marriage, was passed into third and final reading. Under the measure, it specifically defines child marriage as any marriage entered into by one or two parties who are below the age of 18, whether solemnized in civil or church proceedings, or any recognized tradition, cultural, or customary manner. The proposed law also imposed prison mayor in its maximum period of 10 to 12 years and a fine of at least 50,000 pesos if the perpetrator of child marriage is an ascendant, step-parent, or guardian of the child. Officiators of child marriage will face a fine of not less than 40,000 pesos and a medium period of prison mayor or 8 to 10 years detention. Meanwhile, the House Substitute Bill on Penalizing Child Marriage has already been approved by the House Panel on Women and Gender Equality. If the bill is signed into law, the Girls Not Brides Act will amend the provisions under the Muslim Code of Personal Law that allows child marriage. Here is Senator Risa Honteveros, one of the authors of the bill in the Senate. There will be no problems in terms of the law, pero syempre alam naman natin kapag ka may ipinasa tayong batas, hindi ibig sabihin overnight o automatically magbabago ang uh, isip ng mga tao tungkol dun sa subject ng batas na iyon. Pero syempre, importanteng instrumento, kakailanganin tayong lahat on the ground sa araw-araw na buhay natin, sa iba't-ibang mga komunidad natin na baguhin din yung ating mga kultura. Child rights experts welcomed the passage of a bill that would not only ban child marriage, but will also use the power and resources of the state to bring policy change and financial support for programs that will halt the practice. Amid the push to criminalize and prevent child marriage, some parties have reservations. Dr. June Alonto Dato Ramos of the NCMF. It is acknowledged that this issue has been raised among the Muslim community, but it is something that is not easily addressed because of its cultural implications and sensitivities. Kami sa NCMF, ang National Commission on Muslim Filipinos, na nakasaad din sa RA 997 na dapat pangalagaan ng NCMF ang mga tradisyon at kultura ng mga Muslim Filipino, the bill will not stop the practice primarily because this is a part of Islamic culture. In fact, it is allowed by uh, Sharia law. Maybe what is needed is the monitoring that no forced marriage is being done and that the Muslim women are protected by putting into place measures that will ensure their voices are heard and their consent properly documented prior to any marriage ceremony. No? And even if a law were passed, there is concern that would not be enough to end the practice. Dapat meron din tayong social protection programs and poverty alleviation strategies kasi ito din yung isang central to preventing child marriage as uh, I have mentioned a while ago. Ang isa kasing rason palaging sinasabi ay dahil nga sa economic insecurities or financial insecurities there's a poverty kaya nakikita yung child marriage as a coping mechanism. No? For Senator Risa Hontiveros, 
the bill does not only criminalize child marriage, but also includes a wide range of social protections for child brides and grooms. The social protection includes education, psychosocial services, and livelihood for children lured into marriage. Here is Senator Hontiveros. Lalong-lalo na in terms of pagbabalik at pagtatapos nila sa pag-aaral, tapos yung psychosocial uh, welfare nila, at pati ng mga anak nila kung nagkaroon na sila ng mga anak, kahit sila rin ay mga bata pa mismo. And yes, ibat-ibang mga executive agencies ang magiging in charge. At uh, tulad sa ibang mga social protection laws sa ibat-ibang vulnerable sectors, syempre ang DSWD, isa sa mga primary magiging in charge. And as for Andrea, now that she is older, finding another husband is the least of her priorities. And after everything that has happened to her, Andrea's advice for children is to pursue their education while they can. That way, they can have a better future. Sa mga kabataan siguro, huwag po nating hayaan na mag-asawa po tayo ng maaga. Mag-aral tayo ng mabuti para sa atin at sa mga mabulan din para matulungan sila at para di mabigyan sila ng magandang buhay. You have just listened to the story of child bride tragedies in the Philippines. I am Ria Garcia. And I am Mikel Bolante for GMA News and Public Affairs Digital.